Yo, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another phenomenal episode of the greatest podcast decided the Milky Way, 10 Toes Down. It's your pharmaceutical entrepreneurial Don Dada, Dr. J. Yo, what is happening? Yo, I got a statement for y'all today, and it's something that I picked up on my little routine that I do, because like, I watch YouTube videos and watch these little motivational things every morning, and something really struck a nerve with me. He said, you don't get in life what you want. You get in life what you are. Let me repeat that. You don't get in life what you want. You get in life what you are. You are what you think. Your body is only going to do what your mind tells it to do, not the other way around. So if you walk into any kind of position in life thinking that you're going to lose, you already lost. If you think you're a loser, guess what? You're a loser. If you think you're a winner, guess what? You're a winner. If you keep speaking bad upon your life, guess what? That's the only thing that you are going to manifest. You got to relax and you got to chill on how you talk about yourself. There's an old Japanese proverb that says pretty much be careful of how, talk, how you talk about yourself because your inner warrior hears it and is lessened by it. Talk highly of yourself. Even in your worst of times and your best of times, always talk highly about yourself. How you maneuver through life is going to depend on how, what, what you get out of life, okay? So even on this entrepreneurial route, it's, it's what, what we found out about 10 Toes Down, you got another chance to get this right. You know, it, it boils more about life decisions and life lessons more than just entrepreneurship. So any kind of endeavor that you begin to step into, make sure you step into it with your best foot forward at all times. There is there is there is no half step in this. The moment that you half step is the moment somebody is going to take your spot. OK, so you get in life what you are. You know what I mean? Because wh one thing I want to I want to push out also is that with entrepreneurship, with this statement, it's all about getting your mentality in check. When we think about entrepreneurship, we think about this person just quitting their job. They're making money, doing their own business, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Nobody really ever talks about the mental toll that entrepreneurship takes and the physical strength that it takes, the mental strength, the spiritual strength, the routines, the things that you have to get into to ensure that you're in the right state of mind to make decisions, not only for yourself, but if you have a family, your family, if you have employees for your employees, because you are in charge. Everybody comes to you. If you own a business, you already realize that how much the companies used to do for you in regards to taxes, in regards to health care, all these other things. So if you're not mentally, excuse me, spiritually or physically in the right state of mind or in a, in a, in a state of body that you need to be in, you know, these things become very, very, very difficult. So remember, man, you don't get in life what you want. You get in life what you want are man so make sure you step out and you think you whatever you think if you do it you know what i mean or hit that thou art shall in that bible voice but you know we want to get to a commercial break yo there's a few things going on with this real estate thing man i'm gonna tell y'all about it when we get back i see y'all in a minute dude man y'all remember when we graduated from high school or oh, shoot man some of y'all probably still there but that transition was not easy i wish we could have had the adulting code the Adulting Code is a life skill workshop series designed to help high school students transition from adolescence into adulthood. 
So if you're struggling or know anybody that's struggling with that transition, hit up Jess the Adulting Coach on our Instagram at Jess, J-E-S-S, the Adulting Coach, or hit them up on their Instagram at the Adulting Code. Do yourself a favor. Make that transition a whole lot smoother for yourself. Yeet! Welcome back, ladies and gents. So, man, there's been a lot going on with this doggone property, man. So, I've had this property since May. I have not received rent since May. I thank God I've been in a position where it doesn't hurt me like it could be taken care of if nobody ever paid anything. So, I'm in a good position. But this is not how things should work. And a lot of the things are dictated by my property management company. So as I told you all in the last episode, I've been trying to get in contact with them. It's taken them forever in order to get it back in contact with me to see what's going on with my building. So what I end up doing, I end up getting another property management company. So um, I, I interviewed like two different guys. One guy, me and him just connected on a whole nother level. He's been really proactive before I've even signed a contract with them. He went to go see the property to see what it needs. While he was going out there, he's actually met one of the tenants and seeing what was going on back and forth. And there's been a lot of things going on with this property management company that I had no clue what was going on in regards to like the customer service, like the trash cans and all this other stuff that should have been completed. That's not being completed. So side note, if you're on the road to entrepreneurship in regards to real estate, Make sure that your property management company is on point. It's to a point where they can make or break your investments. So back to my story. So I ended up finding a great property manager. He was putting me on game a little bit what was going on in New York and how things should kind of be functioning and working. And one of my biggest questions to him, because I haven't gotten paid, what are some things or what is a plan to put in place once he gets uh, takes takes over the property to see how we're going to be able to get this rent? So he, we put some things down, everything come out smooth. I was like, yo, I, like, I really like this dude. I like how proactive he's being, and I'm not even one of his clients yet. So one of the things that I had to do before I move on to a next property management, I got to cancel the last one. So I reached out to him, um, looked at my contract. I had a lawyer look at my contract. I also had my new property manager look at the contract just to see, okay, what, what can I do to get out of this contract? It's very simple. They're not doing their job whatsoever. So it's like I'm not really satisfied with their services. So according to my contract, I can leave with a 15 day notice without any kind of penalty if I have cause. And according to the lawyers that I talked to, my just cause is because I'm not happy with their services. So I sent them an official letter, letterhead and all that, because, you know, the kid trying to be official. You know what I'm saying? So I sent them a sent them a letter stating that, hey, I want to get out of this contract because of this, 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 and this. And I laid it out. Boy, I was like, I looked like I was uh, like Cochran when I sent this letter. I, I pointed out, boom, 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 paragraph, letter C-A, whatever the case is, right? So um, four days later, because I told y'all they terrible with emailing and everything else, they sent me back an email stating that, hey, okay, we're good. You can, you can do this, but you're going to have to charge. They're going to charge my account. $300 per unit. I have three units. That's $900 in order to cancel that. So for me, that makes zero sense. So in this letter that I wrote to them, I stated, this is why I want to get this contract for section A, this reason, this reason, this reason, section B, this reason, this reason, this reason, third reason, yes, so on and so forth. So 
they sent she sent me back that same like letterhead, but you know their their personal letterhead, but with my answers that I, or my reasons that I gave, and she was saying, well, they didn't do this, you you didn't do that, you didn't do that. So yo, when I said I, you will think I was a lawyer. I looked at every single email, make scans and copies. I sent screenshots and everything else of everything they said that I wasn't doing. And I sent it to him. And guess what? Haven't heard anything back from them yet. It's been like two weeks. Crazy, right? Absolutely crazy. Even my new property manager tried to get in contact with them. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So I had to get in contact with the lawyer just to see, hey, because I'm transitioning. They're trying to charge me money. They owe me like $600, supposedly. They say they collected something, money that I've never seen. They're trying to charge me 900 and they have my keys and everything else to this building. So how the hell am I going? How am I, how am I going to do this transition? So I talked to the lawyer and the lawyer and I, this is my new lawyer now because I like when people are hands, you know, they're, they're down to earth with it. They give me real information. They're not trying to just take money in my pocket. He was like, Josh, listen, it's going to be about $75 an hour just to just to hire me on. Um, if you want to have me on retainer, that means I can, I'm coming to him at all. Anytime that I kind of want to, in a sense, to make it real basic, it'd be about $2,500. So the most money that you're going to get is about $600 and some change. The most money that they're going to get is like $900 and some change. And because the amount is so small, we will have to go to a small claims court. And because we're both LLCs, we could not represent ourselves. So we have to represent counsel. So the amount of money that I'm going to spend on counsel is not worth the amount of money that I'm going to be getting back from this particular company. So it really makes zero sense in order to do this. So pretty much it's like, yo, he told me just to call them up and say, hey, listen, we he wants out this like it doesn't make sense for us to move any further. There's separate ways. You're not doing your job. I don't want to be here anymore. And let's go. So um, I need to contact them. It's been a couple of days. It happened over the weekend. Happened on Friday, so I need to contact them. So um, I'm gonna reach out to them and say like, "Yo, this, you know, give them the rundown." But in the meantime, my new property management has taken over. He's getting in contact with the tenants. Um, everything seems to be working in proper order. There's some things that have to be transitioned over, like the ledgers. And what ledgers are is pretty much has the tenant been paying and how often if they're paying if they're late if they're on time xyz so we need that from the previous property management company if that's going to happen ah don't necessarily know yet but you know it's just continue to move forward it's a new problem new problems mean new experiences new experiences mean new outcomes right so it's all good but you know this is the road of entrepreneurship man and let me, i want i want to stop saying the word of entrepreneurship this is just the road to life because entrepreneurship is just like a, I guess you can say a, a expertise or a profession, I guess you can say. But these are some of the things that in life, like you're going to have hurdles in your life that you have to get over. So there has been so much that's been happening to me personally, like had to get a new roof. That new roof was like $6,100. And then while the roof got finished, my AC for the house went out. And if anybody knows me, y'all know I hate being hot. But I had my AC guy come out for a new AC. It's like $5,500. So that's like 12 bands almost, right? So next thing is I'm driving my car. My AC in the car is running hot. 
I'm in Florida. It's too hot to be having no AC and I got leather seats. So I need, I'm still waiting on a quote to see how much an AC is going to cost. So your life is coming at me. Like it threw me a curveball, like three or four different curveballs in 48 hours. Yo, it's been crazy. But you know what? My mind state about it is like, yo, you know what? Something great is about to happen and the enemy is trying to push me away. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what? I'm just rolling with these punches, throwing some punches back, trying to figure it out. And you know what? It's all going to work out, man. It's all going to work out. But we're going to kick to another commercial break. I'll see y'all in a minute, dude. Man, y'all remember when we graduated from high school? Or shoot, man, some of y'all probably still there. But that transition was not easy. I wish we could have had the adulting code. The Adulting Code is a life skill workshop series designed to help high school students transition from adolescence into adulthood. So if you're struggling or know anybody that's struggling with that transition, hit up Jess the Adulting Coach on our Instagram at Jess, J-E-S-S, the Adulting Coach, or hit them up on their Instagram at the Adulting Code. Do yourself a favor. Make that transition a whole lot smoother for yourself. Yeet! Welcome back, ladies and gents. So the book of the week this week is called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Phenomenal book if you're starting a new business or you are an entrepreneur or you're just trying to start something new in your life. Starting with why. A lot of businesses, a lot of companies, a lot of individuals always state what they do or how they do it, but they never state why they do something. Like I can get you the best car and I can get you the best house and I can make sure that it's cheap for you. But instead of saying that, starting with why, it's like, this is why I want to get you the cheapest house. I see that you're a single parent and I see that you have two kids and I see that you work really hard and you deserve a nice house. You deserve to be in the best neighborhood so your kids can go to the best schools. And there's, you know what? There's a lot of different things and programs that out there that we can really work with to ensure that you get the best deal. You see how that made you feel all, you know, warm and fuzzy inside? Because I started on why I want to do something for you. And the book is really Apple heavy. But the re- and when I say Apple, I mean Apple the company. But it's because, like, Apple does a really good job in pronouncing what their why is. And a lot of the examples that he gave in the book, I saw myself because I'm a very heavy Apple user. I mean, my computer, my laptop, my iPad, my phone, my AirPods, the watch. I got the whole nine yards. And when he was giving the example, some of you like, you know, I was like, you know, you're damn right. That's how I feel about my Apple products. And it it causes like this culture that you can have that people buy into your why. People will buy why you do something versus what or how you do something. So, yo, a phenomenal book. You guys know what I'm on already. You know I'm on Audible. Holla at me, Bezos. But, yo, kick this week's ass. It deserves it. And always remember, y'all, y'all got 10 toes down. You got another chance to get this right. I'll see y'all next week, man.